Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome to another episode of the Destroy the Stump of the Destroy the Stumps podcast. So, yeah, just going to recap uh, the third and final ODI between Ireland and Zimbabwe. So, this is the first of three. Uh, so, the third of um, third and final ODI of a three-match ODI series between these two nations. Uh, Ireland have been touring Zimbabwe for the last couple. of in Zimbabwe for the last couple of weeks. They've played three T20s against them. They won the T20 series uh, 2-1. Came from behind after winning after the first T20. And that was a classic T20, that one. Absolute thriller, that one. Um, Zimbabwe won off the last ball of that match. And then uh, they came from behind. Ireland came from behind to win, um, win the next two T20s. And win their series, and also win their first ever uh, bilateral series test ODI T20 uh, series against Zimbabwe. So against Zimbabwe in Zimbabwe. So massive, massive moment for Irish cricket. Um, in this ODI series, the first ODI was washed out. Zimbabwe were uh, in a terrible position, 123, I think they were for six, and then the match got rained out. Graham Hume was Hume was bowling beautifully there. Then the second ODI, uh, Ireland dominated. Josh Little picked up six wickets, and um, yeah, the Irish were just way too good. Chased down the target fairly easily, and uh, Josh Little with those six wickets, he picked up the be- uh, He got the best bowling figures for an Irish bowler in ODI cricket. So superb stuff from him. And um, now they're playing the third ODI at the Harare Sports Club in Harare. Uh, no debutants for either team, so no debutants for either team in this match. Ireland looking to create history and win their first ever ODI series against Zimbabwe in Zimbabwe. Um, so a couple of good weeks. Uh, they want to finish it off um, on a good note. Uh, can Zimbabwe win the win the match and level the series, or will Ireland win the match and um, create a bit of history? Well, we'll find out. And. Ireland won the toss, elected the field first, and boy, oh boy, did they put the uh, mocker on Zimbabwe or what. Again, Zimbabwe bowled out for a score under 200. Um, bowled out for 160-odd in the last match, and um, 160, 170-odd, I think, they were bowled out for. Let me just have a look. Yeah, bowled out for 166 in the last match. Boy, oh boy, they were terrible uh, in that last game. Yeah, and they were 121 for 6 in the first ODI um, after 25.3 overs before Rain played uh, Spore Sports. Sorry, Spore Sport um, for that game. But anyways, just back to this uh, third and final ODI. Yeah, Zimbabwe bowled out for 197. There was Rain as well, and the match was reduced to 40 overs aside. And um, yeah, they bowled out for 197. Very disappointing performance from Zimbabwe again. Uh, went at a run rate. They went at a run rate of 4.92 runs and over. Uh, Ireland conceded 17 extras. Uh, they conceded two uh, two buys, eight leg buys, and seven wides. And uh, yeah, they just no one no one really got going. Joy Lord Gumby played well, but uh, not enough support for him. He he played beautifully for his 72 off 106 balls. He hit eight fours and didn't hit a six, but went at a strike rate of 67.92. The wicketkeeper batsman. Um, Sikandar Raza, unfortunately, didn't fly in this ODI series with the bat. That really made a difference. Uh, maybe Zimbabwe rely a bit too much on him. You, you can't expect him to perform every single game, and that 
probably showed in this game. 37 or 33 balls, 2 fours, one six for Sekunda Raza. He was the second highest scorer. Struggled of 112.12 this uh, Zimbabwe for the Zimbabwe captain. It just didn't work out for them, unfortunately. And um, they were, yeah, bowled out for 197 in 40 overs at a run rate of 4.92 runs and over. Only uh, three other batsmen besides Joy Lord Gumby and um, Sikanda Raza reached double figures. So only five of them reached double figures. Uh, Clive Madande uh, was dismissed for a second ball duck. Um, for the Irish with the ball, well, Graham Hume, who was excellent in the first game, didn't have a great game in the second one. But this time around had a superb game. Four wickets for him, four for 34 of eight overs, one maiden over, economy rate of 4.25 runs and over. Bowled one wide, didn't bowl no ball. He was absolute, absolutely outstanding with the ball. And so was Curtis Camp for the all-rounder. Uh, another good all-round performance from him in the game. He's uh, in this series, in his ODI series, and on this tour, to be honest. Uh, he did well in the T20 as well, picking up a couple of wickets and also scoring runs there. Uh, four, four for 37 off eight overs. No maiden overs for Curtis Camphor. A quantity rate of uh, 4.62 runs and over. Bowled one wide, didn't bowl no ball. He was outstanding with the ball. Both of them beautiful. Both South African born, by the way. Uh, Graham Hume was born in Johannesburg. And uh, Curtis Camphor was born in Johannesburg as well. But um, Graham Hume was born in Guating. Johannesburg, Guating. Or Johannesburg, whatever. Both of them from Johannesburg. Uh, both of them bowled beautifully. Uh, Graham Hume, that's now his 20, he picked up, he reached 20 wickets now in ODIs, uh, still only, he's only played 13 ODIs, so still early days in his career. Two four-wicket hauls, that's his second four-wicket haul, he's still, he's 33 years of age, I don't know how long he'll play for, uh, in cricket. But, uh, hopefully he'll play for what, uh, for a long, for a good period of time for the Irish, uh, team's sake, he, that they'd want him to play for a while. Curtis Gamfer, 24 years of age, plenty of time in his career. He'll definitely get better with the time. Um, plenty of talent there. Uh, yeah, that's his first four wicket haul and his best figures in his ODI cricket career. So, 35 matches, 28 wickets. Uh, he does a bit of a holding, uh, just bowls a couple overs here and there. But today he bowled beautifully. So, in this game, he bowled beautifully. And. Um, yeah, a superb stuff from Curtis Camphor. Absolutely brilliant. Joelard Gumby, by the way, that's his um, that's his second Test match fifty. So, so ODI fifty. Apologies, ODI fifty. Second ODI fifty for him. So, well done to him. Uh, but yeah, Zimbabwe, unfortunately, just not enough on the board. In reply, Ireland uh, had to chase two hundred, so one hundred ninety-eight to win. No, okay, so it was a revised target. Duckworth Lewis revised target for them, sorry. They had to chase 201 to win. And uh, they finished on 204 for 3 of 37.5 overs. They went at a run rate of 5.39 runs and over. Uh, winning the game by uh, 7 wickets with 13 balls remaining via the Duckworth Lewis system. Uh, Zimbabwe conceded 12 extras, 1 by uh, 5 leg buys and 6 wides. Uh, they just could not deal with Andy Balburnie and Curtis Camphor played a well handy innings as well. Harry Tector provided some, uh, Harry Tector contributed to the total and so did Lorcan Tucker. Despite the early wicket of Paul Sterling, the captain, uh, they did not 
they did not falter. Andy Andy Bell, Bernie, a lovely half century from him. 82 not out of 102 balls, 4 fours, one six. Strike rate of 80.39. He was absolutely brilliant in the chase. And uh, that's Andy Bell, Bernie's... Also brought up 3,000 ODI runs, a, a lovely milestone for him to achieve. That's his uh, 16th ODI 50 to go along with 800, so well done to him. And, um, yeah, Zimbabwe, yeah, they really just couldn't do much about it, could they? Yeah, for Zimbabwe with the ball, wicket apiece for Blessing, Muzurabani, Brandon Mavuta, and um, Luke Jongaloo. Pick of the bowlers was Brandon Mavuta, 1 for 19 off 5 overs, no... Made an overs economy rate of 3.80 runs and over. Bowled one wide, didn't bowl a no ball. No Richard and Grava for this game. Uh, I feel like they missed, uh, they missed him. But yeah, the other bowls just wasn't their day, really. Um, target was not enough for them to defend. The other bowls, uh, besides Tanaka Chavanga, didn't bowl too badly, but, you know, yeah, the target, the target just wasn't enough to defend. Blessing was Rabani probably had one of his uh, not so didn't have a great day to be honest. Uh, normally is pretty good. One for thirty-five off seven overs. No maiden overs. Economy rate of five runs and over. Bowled one wide. Didn't bowl an no ball. But um, yeah, like I said, said it about two or three times. The target just was not enough. And Zimbabwe lost the game. They lost series two 0 Ireland create history, winning their first ever ODI series in Zimbabwe. Massive moment for them. And man of the match was Andy Balburnie for his excellent half century. Play of the series, all round performance was excellent. Wickets, runs, everything. Uh, Curtis Camphor, superb. Uh, uh, maybe not everything. I don't know if he took a catch or two, but definitely um, with the bat and ball, he was outstanding. Uh, Curtis Camphor, you really just could not ask for more from him from him in this series at all. Just having a look at this stats here for the ODI series. Yeah, just looking at one thing, sorry guys, just got to check one thing, Curtis Kemper, yeah, 106 runs in the series, 53 average, 66 highest score, um, don't think he got a catch, did he? Yeah, leading run score in the series, Curtis Kemper, and also the third highest wicket taker in the series as well, gee, what a series for him, oh, four wickets, okay. Good economy rate as well. Well, I'll just look at this series. Sorry, just might look at this. Just gonna look at something here. Could this game for pick up a catch or something? Because um, he really just had a brilliant series. Um, okay, I don't understand the point what I'm doing, but let's have a look. Sorry. Um, 
Nope, didn't take a catch. Okay, but that's all right. Otherwise, wickets, runs, brilliant all-round performance from Curtis Camphor. Brilliant performance from Ireland. And, um, yeah, they they ended the year on a great note. Anyways, guys, thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, Until next time, it's bye for now, and we're out of here. Let's go.